everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to the Death Valley Girls podcast. We have spent the last seven years playing shows and touring all over the place. We have met so many people excited about so many things and being excited is heroic. We have always wanted to do a podcast about how our heroes feel about the mysteries of the universe and what makes them excited. Finally, we now have the time to do it. Our first guest is Ricky Sticks. Hero, celebrated drummer, high school teacher, portal seer, witch, and best friend. Here we get to talk about the mysterious circumstances that brought us together and the even more unusual things that happened to her at nighttime. Please welcome to your head and heart, Ricky Sticks. It's like this comfortable, like velvet as always, because I love velvet. It's just like this, like very comfortable top that I love so much. I love it so much too. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that. Is it a shirt or? Yeah, it's just like a little like top shirt thing. Is that Scorpio Rising? Yes. Damn, girl. I love that. How did you know that? Because I'm a, like, I'm a button bitch. Like, I can tell that button work. <laughs> Dang. No, no, I'm not really. No, I, had, I was like, man, I love her stuff. And I've been wanting to support artists. I, like, pick, like, two or three artists over the pandemic of people yeah. that. I was like, I'm going to pick, like, three artists that I really love that I've been wanting to support for so long. And that's, yeah. I'm going to support. So. Yeah. No, totally. Me too. I have like five shirts and I was going to wear the baseball cap of uh boss dog. Yeah. I love boss dog. Yeah. I have a shirt for you actually from him. Yeah. I love you so much. Sorry. This thing's here. She's just like, she's perfect. Ghost in the wind. (laughs) Hi baby. Hi Tommy. I was going to bring Ludo in, but he gets, he can't sit still for longer than two seconds. So. Um, um oh that's cool that you have that and that you're doing the same thing which is like yeah it's like supporting actual humans um that's right instead of amazon yeah Yeah. uh but i really like it's just a top no it's got it's a full thing it's a full like it's like a two-piece but the pants, the pants don't fit me perfectly. So I, I'm wearing them at home just for fun. But like this, this top is like. I love it. Yeah. I want to, there's like three different people that make such cool stuff that I was like, we should get uniforms. Um, but I'm all about the Scorpio rising. Yeah. I've had like, um, I'm just going to consider it. Uh, yeah. Like a 2020 hangover. Everything I've asked like where, where I would usually get yeses for the last month, I've gotten no's and I'm like, all right, I'm just chilling until tomorrow, like Monday, February 1st. And then I'm like calling it in because everything I've asked for lately is just like, oh, I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, weird. Really? It's so much easier for you to say yes. That's what I do. That's what I do too. Just yeah. say yes. It makes your life better. And then figure <laughs> it out later. <laughs> It does. Well, um, first I would like to say, hi, Ricky. I love you. And I miss you so much. I love you. And I miss you. I wish I could hug you right now. I want to hug you so bad too. I know. Um, I was thinking maybe, um, a good way. This is the first one. So I was thinking, Yay! <laughs> I was thinking like one thing to do. Um, even though I know you, um, some people may not, uh, some people may not, um, but you are, uh, what, like my favorite drummer, you know, one of my favorite drummers of all time, but you're like, so cool. Such an amazingly like creative drummer that plays, there's no like limit to the style of your playing. And we will get to that. But I think maybe you think of yourself as a drummer and a few other things. So I'd like to give you the opportunity to kind of say like your cosmic business card, like what would it have on it? Okay. It could be Um, post body business, you know, like who who are you, Ricky? 
I'm an educator in motivation. (laughs) You are. That is true. And so I like, I like teaching. I teach like outside of playing drums. I get to teach and I love it. Uh, 11th and 12th grade seniors okay. and juniors at the high school and I get to teach but really my job is like to get people excited about life really and to motivate people to just take something that they're interested in and be become passionate that's like really my only job don't tell that's anybody what my job is too I know I'm so glad you said that because I was like like when I was thinking of like what's my cosmic business card say yeah yeah joy enthusiast and perpetrator or perpetuator perpetuator of joy perpetuator of joy but that's but I was like oh that's silly but that's what yours is so it's not silly it's not silly because it's just like don't you feel so good when anybody whatever age whatever gender just even if they're human or maybe not human I don't know but if they're human and they come up to you and they're like because I saw you do this or because I heard you say this or because I this you you resonate with people to make them want to do better at whatever yeah and that like feels the best out of everything that's ever like it's like okay playing drums on stage I get like the super creative rush and I get I get like this release and I get to share my art with you guys and it's like this huge give and take with the audience But afterwards, when people are like inspired to do something different and think differently or become a better, more open person and they're inspired to live life just a little bit more, to me, that feels better than anything. Yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah, I think I think um, that's maybe for you or as it is for me, the hardest part of this um, era (laughs) as I'll just refer to it as from now in this era is um, our job was just to like um, remind people that they could be as excited as they want to be anytime in the cheesiest way too. like, don't be afraid to be overexcited. Yeah. You could be excited. (laughs) It's just up to you. Like that doesn't mean happy. Like you could be, you know, but like to feel excitement while you're, while you're experiencing something or, or trying to find something that excites you is like, a, it's a, you know, it's a real, we're real lucky to perpetuate. <laughs> Tommy's like, shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's so sick of this, but yeah, we're so lucky to do that. And um, how hard is it right now to find that? Like when's the last time in the last year where, you've really felt excited. Like there are a few times, right? Yeah. But it yeah. feels differently. It feels yeah. different like the last year. So it's more important than ever. Yeah, totally. I think it's, I think it is more important than ever. And I think it's good. I, I feel like well, at the beginning of this, I thought it was like just such a wonderful opportunity for people to like, just spend time like considering like, Hey, wow, what did I really want in real life? Like, maybe I'll write a list. Like, and I thought that way for us too, like that it would be like, hey, I've never had time at home for more than a month. So I've never like, I don't have like olive oil or, you know, like I don't have food. um, You can pay attention to my body and how I feel for once. (laughs) Being on the road, you don't get to, you know? Yeah. Like, do I like where I live or who I live with or how Mm -hmm. I spend my time? And is that freedom or what's the most important thing? And it's weird for me. I realized breaking news, the most important thing in the world is where you live. Yeah. Like in your mind, but also like if you, if you, if you don't spend time, like, like where you live, or if you spend all your time not liking where you live, and that doesn't mean like your house, but just like where you live and how it's treating you, like you're in for some trouble. Cause you know, 
I never thought about that for like seven years. And now I'm like, dang, like, well, cause how easy is it to just jump and run, you know, especially when you're a musician that can tour, it's like, I'll come home. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Peace. Yeah. Or like, Oh, there's a problem here. Oh shit. I'm leaving for five weeks. Sorry. Sorry. And then by the time you get back, it's already solved. You're like, whatever. (laughs) That's not on the other people's mind anymore, even if it's not solved. So it's like, like nothing has consequence, but it turns out it does because find yourself with a year at home. I mean, I'm happy that I get like, this is the first year I've gotten to hang out with my dog every day. Uh, you know not that she doesn't have panic attacks every time I like get up you know she's just it'll be hard for our dogs when we go back on the road we're gonna have to put them in like dog therapy bond (laughs) yeah well that's why we'll make the dog record yes they'll have these like things to play because that gets me excited that's like when you when you're like okay what are you gonna get excited about it's like that (laughs) Well, that's what we have now is that like, we don't have to be, we didn't have time before to do anything like aside from recuperate and tour. I know you did a lot more than that, but for me, it was like, it's pretty much just that. And then try to hang in there somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're, you're an amazing teacher. I think if if it's part of your, like you said, your cosmic business card (laughs) and it's, then it's like in who you are and then it's like not so much of a job yeah you kind of even though I have to get up and like I have to make my stuff to do all the lesson planning but it's like you it's like okay I get to like go back to my students and somehow like my experience I can teach them well you're also like I think whereas most people kind of live at like 60 to 75 percent like momentum I've never seen you less than like 97 percent like (laughs) I've been I've been at 60 now Bon I don't believe it honestly (laughs) the only time the only time was that one time you were sick in like Bellingham oh yeah and I I was like I can't load it you still (laughs) did like you're most sick was that like you did 60 percent yeah like that's only that's considering like the days before and around where like rough maybe we got covid maybe that's why we're hanging tight maybe yeah i'm not i'm not not convinced that (laughs) you know i'm not i'm not not convinced um but this is our first time zoom meeting i really like your zoom picture i I didn't want to, you're like a uh, little. Sur- oh yeah. The fuck off one. Yes. Good stuff for a teacher. I mean, <laughs> it's actually not my, my professional teacher account one. Um, although I would uh, love to be able to do that one. Um, I thought that's yours. And I was like, that's baller. That's pretty baller. If I could pull it off, I could probably pull it off. But like my boss sometimes comes on if, if I didn't have a boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a boss you know um that's so cool yeah well let's uh, during this conversation let's continue to think of things that um like I will say one thing is that um where most people had from March till now January of just kind of like um just at, at best able to contemplate at worst, like completely, I mean, you know, at worst losing loved ones, you know, we don't have to go there, but you know, or a lot of loss, a lot of general and general and a lot of hostility, mean spiritedness, aggression, anger, volatility, um, gross faces, uh, gross, Gross everything just, writing stuff and annoying and pestering and being unvirtuous, unhealthy, unreasonable. Unvirtuous. Yes. Um, we, however, really were lucky that we knew in October, our, our most specialist thing was happening. So I feel like, I feel like we, it's really hard for me to imagine what I would have done without knowing like our record was coming out in October. Um, but 
I do feel like when you're like, oh, you haven't been excited about anything. I was like, yeah, you're right. So I was like, wait a second. That was exciting. But, you know, but it was still confusing and marred and. Right. It's so weird because you like want to get excited about all these things that should be this ultimate thing. But then you're like, what's going to get taken away or like what's going to be lost or what more loss is going to happen or. Or are we allowed to perpetuate joy? Totally. Are you, and are you allowed to talk about music in a time where, you know, people are losing their houses and their, their jobs and their family. And it's like, it's, it's a really weird dynamic of like intense excitement and good and really bad, bad. Yeah. Yeah. The, some might say the juxtaposition couldn't be any more eccentric. That's right. <laughs> might say. <You> might say. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about a couple things um, that we've talked about, obviously, because it's our story. But I would like to present it to our Zoom meeting. Yay. And that first story I would like to talk about is just really like walk me through uh, how we got to meet, like, and how the story, you know, our story. Okay. Um, you might not believe this, but <laughs> when I saw you guys play in Orange County, I knew I was going to be your drummer at some point. The It was like the psychic connection. In fact, I was there with Dusty because Dusty's a big fan. You guys played with Dusty's band, The Sonics. like a festival desert days a desert days and so he was like I love this band Death Valley Girls they're playing and I was like I know the Death Valley Girls I didn't know you though really we hadn't met we hadn't even talked I don't think were you at that show in London that we played yes but like I talked to you but barely because we had to like leave right afterwards I didn't even really we didn't even get to see you guys play because we had to beat the channel before the last train yeah no I was like creepily in your backstage and I hadn't like I've never been in an all-girl band so I was just like watching you guys put on like your makeup and (laughs) stockings and like (laughs) doing your hair and I was like this is so much more fun when you together but so I was like just like ogling you guys and I could feel like it was weird because um obviously that band was a big fan of Death Valley Girls too but I had like this deeper connection to you guys even though like we weren't very close it was like you have like affinity for something, you know, yeah. you're just attacked. It's like this magnet that you feel. Yeah. That's so way to put years it. later, yeah. I mean, probably what two years later, Dusty's like, let's go to Orange County. I want you to see this band. I'm like, let's go. And so um, I bought your record that Thank night. <laughs> and then I walked out the door as I was like opening up your record as we were leaving the show. And I'm like, Dusty, I'm going to be in this band someday. And he's all, they have a drummer like stop. And I was like, okay, you're, you're right. And I was like, I don't know. I just feel like my drumming would match their style. Like so much. I'm like, I don't know. I just feel it. And he was like, calm down, you know, like chill out. And I, and then the next like week or two weeks after that, you called me and it was so great. Cause Dusty was sitting there on the couch and I'm all, guess what? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, Bonnie from death Valley girls called me and they need a sub. <laughs> And he was like, what? Are you kidding? He's like, he couldn't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. I can't believe you called it. I mean, I think, I think the magnet thing really explains it. Cause there was like, we had asked a bunch of different people, but there was like something where I was just like, oh my God, it's gotta be her. And like, Just so weird. Just like, don't know. Yeah. Don't know you like, yeah, you know, a lot of other people, but it was like, it wasn't even, I wasn't that familiar with your playing. Like nothing really mattered. I was just like, yeah, I think it's Ricky. I think it's Ricky. And then when you walked up the, um, the hill to my house and remember when we first like saw each other, I was like, Oh my God, I know her. Like, it's so weird. I know yeah. such cute freckles. <laughs> kind of where it was like, I, I felt like I had already knew you guys. That's it. It's like, it's like a, maybe in a past time or another life 
lifetime or something. It felt there was an older, more mature energy. It was weird. Yeah, no, totally. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's, that's really what it is. Is just like being compelled. Yeah. Just like, no, it's that one. Go with it. Like I'm supposed to go there. Yeah. I'm supposed to go this direction. Like this is already, it's already planned out. Yeah. And now I just have to like follow. Like it's already, it's already in the, in the history books. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. I love, that's what I actually, this, this, like the past year or so, or actually since, since we got back from last tour, which was like December, I've been trying to like focus on like, you know, intuition and like, um, Kashik records and all of this stuff, but like kind of haven't been working that hard at it. Like, especially the last month where I'm just like, I'm cut off. I'm cut off. I cut myself off. I've like cut myself off from like feelings. Like if anything provokes a feeling, I'm like, Oh no, no. Like just for some reason, I'm like, I'm taking a break until, until the real 2021, which is tomorrow. But like, you know, okay. 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 It, yeah. It's like just trusting in that like gut reaction thing. Of it's like, like, yeah. That intuition, that like, psychic third eye vision that vision it's hard to train yeah I lost it too over COVID well it's like yeah well it's hard because usually usually what we're doing and I'm ripping this off from the neuroscientists but usually what we're doing is we're we're creating our reality so like even though we're looking at the computer and we don't have to go, what is this? Oh, it's a computer. Like, what is that? It's like, we're still creating our reality, which is like, where am I? What am I like? What's the temperature? All of these things. And kind of like, um, cause none of this stuff is really real. And we're just, that's our brain is just like not looking at every single, um, detail and like assessing stuff. It's just like, okay, I'm in my room chilling, talking to my buddy. Um, But then like during now, during COVID, it's like the actual reality we're trying to escape from. So what we're doing is we're working twice as hard because it's like, okay, I'm trying to build my reality. So I'm safe just in general. Like, okay, I'm not up of a mountain. I'm like in a safe chair. And then on top of that, it's like the reality of outside, the reality of government, all of these different realities. filtered through, yeah. Wow. Like, seriously, like, twice as hard as ever before to just make our reality, like, grounded and and something we can get through. Because if you really stop to pick it apart, you'd be like, holy fucking shit, this is... You know, this bonkers. Like every day, total life, bonkers. Yeah, it's more newsworthy. Or I don't want to say newsworthy, but I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> it was more newsworthy than like any other year I've ever been alive. I think. Yeah. Like every day, something where you're like, wait, something crazy. or like, that's not happening right now. And then it's it's almost like you were saying we're creating our own reality. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, am I really hearing this right? Yeah. Is this really it's just, it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It is unbelievable. Um, but yeah, so I think like not, I think like the reason you meditate to get like into your intuition and, you know, find your guides and all that stuff. And it's like impossible to like be present when you're trying to fight with your basic reality. So I think you're all good think it's okay. I think we'll get back there. Um, and I hope so. I think we will too. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, you know, bond with traveling. And I mean, I don't want to go there fully because it's scary, you know, but I think we'll be all good. Hopefully someday. Yeah. Every, this is it. Totally. We'll be okay. I think, um, and things will go back to a new, system and we'll play music in it um but for now all we can do is uh um keep making stuff and um being friends (laughs) that's it and that's why we're here (laughs) we would have never have done this if it hadn't been for covid (laughs) i know well i've always wanted to do this like right you've been talking about it for a while yeah 
Well, I've yeah. been like recording interviews and stuff for like since we started touring, like five or six years ago. But they're all kind of, you know, they're they're funny, but um, mm-hmm. they're all about only exclusively paranormal, which is what I would like to talk to you about. I well, first of all, before I talk to you about that, I have a question that's just like I've always been curious. Like, what song or style music like plays when you're dreaming? Oh, when I hear stuff when I'm dreaming, it's actually not music; it's like voices. Okay, (laughs) and it's uh, I know, I know. You don't talk about that really because. No, well, I think we're about to go into here. Yeah, so it's like, you know how when you're in that, and we have a song written about it, the hypnagog- hypnagogia, that hypnagogic state where you're kind of in your reality where your your brain's firing off that REM sleep, you, you're dreaming, you remember your dreams. Um, there's a communication that happens where... I hear, I'm starting to really hear words and voices and talking and it's been so far male voices. Really? Only male so far. And I'm like, I feel like they're trying to tell me something. I'm like, talk to me, like, tell me what's going on. And I'm kind of starting to come out of it. I'm coming out of my stupor. I'm coming out of my sleep and then I lose it. I'm never afraid, but there's, I've never, there's never really been music like when I'm dreaming I don't know do you dream when is there music when you're dreaming no I I kind I, I I love your answer and that's so exciting I meant more like 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 you walk really like sexy let's just let's just be honest <laughs> <laughs> I just asked you like oh what's the song that plays when you walk but I was kind of thinking that's tough so I was like oh what's you know what? What's you know, it's, you know, it's funny. The image that I have when you just asked me that, like as just a whatever, is the image of us when we were on tour and we were in New York and we were playing in the forest and we camped that night in a tent. But they had like that pool house. Yeah. You remember this? And we went yeah. swimming that day. And it was gorgeous. It poured that night, but it was so gorgeous. And like we were all walking around and like that song Crimson and Clover. That's right. Yeah. Crimson and clover. Over and over. That would probably that it's so mellow, but it's like so good. So good. And like I don't know which version though, because I know it's been re-recorded like probably six or seven times. Such a good song. I'll have to get back to you on the artist, but okay, that's great. I think there's so many good versions of that song, and that makes I I approve of your. That was a fun that was a fun moment in time, and I remember that song song came on when we were out there, and I was like, God, this is heaven. Yeah, tour, getting to swim and then going camping later and getting to play in the forest, and we danced. Remember that night? We danced so hard. One, yeah. You and I were like, we left the tents to go explore, and like we ended up at the top of the hill, <laughs> or the yeah. hay bill. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, I remember, and that was the one where they like there was like a no phones festival, and we were like, that was yeah, we're on tour, so we're gonna use our phones. Like, I know we were like, remember I took a picture of like there was like thirty people sitting on the hail hay. That's what I just said, hail bale. That's what I just said, too. Yeah, I was sitting on the hay thing, haystacks, and I, like, I was, like, that's so beautiful. There was, like, a red light and a blue light, and I was, like, so beautiful, and I took a picture of my ex and my flash was on, and they're, like, everyone all at once, like, no phones! (laughs) You're, like, shit. (laughs) But, yeah, that awesome band. Oh, so fun. I'm still friends with those guys. Yeah, totally. That's so right cool. them and I'm, I like like all their stuff. Yeah, uh, they're all so fun. Such a magical thing, and so cool when it's like things like the one time it rains is when you have a pool and are sleeping outside. You know, like you can't so ask cool. for more, really. <laughs> and I think we played the 50th anniversary of Woodstock the next, the day before, the day yeah. after, or something. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember if it was before or after, but. It was all, it was, 
Yeah, it was awesome we slept in tents I remember Larry was like in the tent he had his own tent like the girls had their own tent we we're like yeah. telling ghost stories and <laughs> listening to Iggy Pop and then like Larry's next door and it, it was just so funny to be like Larry Schemmel's sleeping in a tent right now <laughs> yeah that was so fun that was cool that was that such was fun such a fun tour that's my dreaming, like, but like life dreaming song. Yeah. You're dreaming, but you're really awake. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So now that we've touched upon it a little bit, might you, um, uh, tell, tell the tale, tell the tale you told the band on like the first or second day you joined the band. Um, and you told us a tale, uh, a paranormal tale. Um, of your experiences. And I would first just like to note that you are psychic AF. And like the, as we've known each other for two years? Two years. Two years. And um, you have so many abilities and such a connectedness to, all, you know, the cycle of karma and all that stuff. But I will say that when we recorded the record was the most psychically connected I've ever been to anyone. Just where it was like, yeah, uh-huh, that's right. I tuned into you, dude. I was like, what does she want? I can't wait to tell my story because I want to make a video about one of the songs. Uh, yeah. It was me literally like harnessing what you, what your voice was, you know, <laughs> it was so crazy. You, that was like, that, that to me is the most, that's my favorite thing in the world is that psychic connection when you're playing with mm-hmm. people. And also how hilarious it was that I was like mad at other people. I'm like, you're not psychically connected. It changes here. Come on. Remember how <laughs> we would just like, we would already know, like the song was already written. Yeah. We had to play it. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah we live in the, our reality is that we can be mad at someone for not being psychic. Yeah, that's our reality. I know. <laughs> but yeah, will you tell about which we didn't know about hypnagogia? Uh, yeah, that before, but it seems that you have the most experience. Please do. Tell. Yeah. So I don't really talk about it with too many people because it's a little weird. You know, it's one of those things where it's not as weird now to talk about these experiences. But um, when I'm like in that state, I see portals and I see people coming through the portal and then, or they were already in the existence that I'm in. It's just a different dimension. It's like entities not living, but alive in a different dimension in the same room. But it's, it's really interesting. Like um, for a long time, I knew where the portal was in my room. Well, I still do. And it at first kind of freaked me out. It was one of those things where I'd get really nervous. Um, but then I I was fine with it. And then it recently changed to a different spot recently, which is, is really interesting. But um, I can see it and then I feel the energy. Um, they're not like defined. I have seen defined expressions. Um, I've seen very, very, very happy expressions. I've seen very sad, very doubtful. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I've never felt scared. I've never felt threatened or like I never I've never felt like someone uh was there. They they they're just kind of existing, like hanging right. out. As if we like we were at a party or something. Right. So, but so much energy when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. And then it gets me like really riled up and I talk and I walk and Dusty said that I levitated off the bed once. Okay. So what is the, what, how did he find you that way? Or what do you remember more? So I, there's a certain area in my room where when I start to come to and I can feel the energy of people. And like I said, I'm starting to hear actual voice talking. Like they're trying to communicate so far. It's only been male voices, even though I've seen female faces weird, I wonder. Uh, but I'm like, what's, what's the message? You know, I'm always trying to like get the message, but when it starts to happen, it's like, it's very energizing. Like I get very stimulated 
And so for a long time, I guess, and this is all from Dusty sleeping next to me, is I would shoot up and then I would start talking like to the people in the room. Like I, where I'd be like, they're here. Or I'd tell Dusty, they're here. They're like all, they're here already. Like they'd come through the portal and and then he'd be like, just go back to bed, you know, because your mind when you're sleeping, if especially if you're active, when I was very active sleeper, now yeah. I take a lot of melatonin, so it doesn't happen as much anymore. <laughs> um, but when you're, I was really active and so he'd be like, babe, go back to bed. Um, but then one night he said I was laying there and usually I would just sit up and like get engaged. Yeah. But this time I like fully levitated. And like, if you know Dusty, he's like... Straight shooter. He's a straight shooter. Cut and dry. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, but yeah, he, he was like, you levitated off the bed last night. He's like, you didn't just sit up. Like you, your body came off the bed. And I was like, and it was weird because when he told me that, I was like, of course it did. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't like, what? Tell me more. Like that's, I I was kind of like, course that's what happened like yeah. it didn't it didn't seem weird to me when he told me I was like yeah. okay <laughs> that's so yeah so you told us that like one of the first nights we slept with you in the motel room and I was like <sighs> please please don't let that happen tonight like tourism yeah. enough without like portals <laughs> I know you just experienced that whole crazy like the painting of me on the wall and all of that shit getting stuck in shamrock. Like, so I was like, I'm not about to like see portals right now. Like I, am- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was awesome, but I was also like, I really didn't. We can't have that bringing through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I, d- I had like the two pillows and I was like, please. <laughs> but it's, I mean, now I think, I mean, I know if it happened. It doesn't happen on tour that much. Like, I think I have to be really comfortable and, like, in a different state. Yeah. But once in a while, I'll see them, like, when we're traveling, but it's usually just here. Yeah. Well, that's so... Do you mind going a little bit further into the tail of your house? Yeah. Um, yeah. Feel free not to. No, I mean, I... It's a crazy story, and if I bring it up, something weird will probably happen tonight. Cause that's how I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared anymore. So, um, I lived in Denver and I met Dusty and Dusty was like, come marry me, move out to California. So we did a walkthrough of this house before I actually moved out here. And there was a lady who lived in here for 10 years and she was, she was a little crazy. Um, but there was a six, six, (laughs) there was a six, six, six painted, on the sidewalk in the back. And I kind of jokingly was like, what's up with that? And she's like, Oh, the house is haunted. And I was kind of like elbowing dusty. Like, and she's like, no bikers live here. Like a dead biker lives here. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. My dad's a biker. We'll get along. And I was like joking. Like we were like kind of making fun of her and then like, Oh, okay. Which is mean to say, I I can't even believe I admit that, but I kind of was like, she's weird. So I move. I go back to Denver, and three weeks later, I'm a, I'm supposed to move out. Well, a week after I get home, my grandma dies. I'm sorry, but she dies in my arms. I'm holding her hand. Like I get to ask her, like Grandma, come to California, and it was beautiful. Like it was the most beautiful experience. I'm holding her hand. I'm holding my mom's hand. I get to see her take her last breath. It's like we get to say our goodbyes. I get to kiss. It's like the most. I would never have wanted it different, but now I'm like in tune to this world, you know, and someone that close to you passes, it's like this, you come very sensitive to like what happens now and you start questioning like your, your, your life and your reason. And so, um, and I was really glad that she had passed before I moved because I moved out here and she was passing. I think I would have had a hard time. Yeah. I was really close with her. And so, she passes and like Dusty's working on the house yeah. while I'm going to move. Right. Yeah. And so then I call Dusty like a week later and I'm like, Hey, has anything weird happened at the house? Yeah. Just curious. And he's like, babe, I don't want to scare you. Cause we had, we had saged the house when I was there doing the walkthrough. I did like an intentional sage. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm into like setting intentions and like asking for 
a safe space to get creative and feel loved and all these things. Right. So we do it. And then he's like, well, I was, you know, and his parents live a block and a half away or they did leave a live a block and a half away. And he's like, I didn't want to scare you, but it's like, I left on a Friday night to go play a gig and mom and dad came by and there wasn't anything in the house. Cause he was working on it. There was like some tools and he had changed the, the locks and he's like, my mom and dad came by to check on the house and the back door was open. And they called me and they're like, is there any reason why you left the back door wide open? And he's like, that's really weird. I need to like pay attention to that. Like I have a house now. I better not fuck yeah. it up. He's like, no, shut it. That was stupid. I'm sorry. Well, the next day he had a gig and now he's like, he's woke, <laughs> you know, he's yeah. woke the fuck up <laughs> and he's What's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you know, I better lock the fucking house down like I can't be fucking around now so he leaves he gets home like one in the morning and the front door is wide open Mm -mm. and he said it made him feel really messed up like he ended up getting the sage out and like again straight shooter straight shooter and um I was like and then I was kind of like dude you're just in a hurry like it's an old house you're not locked you're not shutting the doors he's like no something just felt really weird and I didn't want to scare you and I'm like I'm like "Mm, I'm still kind of not convinced yeah (laughs) sorry babe (laughs) sorry babe but get your shit together lock the door so I move out like two weeks after that I move out I'm with my mom she's here we're here for like a month we're like painting and getting the house ready and she leaves and then it's Dusty's first tour ever and he's going to fly to New York and I have to take him to Los Angeles. And it's my first night in alone in, alone in this house ever for like the first month, you know, yeah. and I lock everything bond. I lock, I like close the blinds, lock all the windows, turn off the AC. I do all the shit. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, I don't want any shenanigans. You're alone. Like, yeah, I'm. A, it's my first night alone. I don't want any. I don't want any funny business. No prowlers. No nothing. Tools. You know. And like moving from Cal to California was like already a little scary. So I, I take him to LAX. I get home. It's late. I come walking in the front door. I walk around to the back door. Back door is wide open. Nope. I and I drop to my knees. I bald I started like like crying and like hysterically crying I called Dusty he's on a flight you know at this point he's like because I stopped in like Venice and like hung out on the beach by myself and had dinner so by then he's already on the plane and I'm like the back door's open you you were right like this is so fucked up like I can't even believe this is happening like I'm bawling bawling so I get out all my grandma's shit dude I get like her bowling ball and like all her art and like everything like anything that she gave me like this light I got out everything and I'm like surround myself with my grandma shit I sleep with the lights on the whole night yeah everybody knows lights save lives (laughs) I bon I was so scared so you know I'd only known Dusty's mom and dad for like very short window let's say two months yeah and you don't like tell very many people this story you know (laughs) It's like, we're getting engaged. It's my first night alone in the house. And if I tell the mother and father-in-law, they're going to be like, okay, this girl just can't handle being by herself. Like, yeah, it definitely raises a red flag. That's a red flag. Yeah. But Dusty had called them and was like, hey, I can't really go into the detail, but are somebody's fucking with us or something's happening with the door. Yeah. Can you go over there and check on it? And so the next morning... They're so sweet. They like show up and they're like, knock, knock. We're here to put a deadbolt on your back door. <laughs> like, and I've been crying. I'm like, thank you so much. Like they didn't ask any questions. That's, they didn't. Yeah. That's and then after that, dude, but once I got my grandma shit out, I was like, be gone. Like it's yeah. over. Like we're, you know, shit's going down. You're fucking leaving. So, um, but yeah, after that, no issues. Um, I've had a couple weird things. I told the same story recently and Dusty was like, baby, forgot to shut the front door when he left. And so I was like this again, like on the day that I hadn't talked about it really in years. And then all yeah. of a I talk about it and it happens again. So I don't know. It's, it, you know, it's one of those things where I think they were leaving 
or maybe they're still here, but now they're chill. I, but I didn't like not feeling safe. Yeah. You deserve to feel safe. <laughs> like at the, at the very least, not just cause you're a beautiful, wonderful woman and teacher and drummer, but just cause, um, but so is it your, like, do you, do you get the feeling that it is like this, whatever's happening is a interdimensional thing, like where they're just living their own lives and you're just kind of witnessing it? My vibe is that they're, it's interdimensional, but they're, it's, it's a spirit that I'm just tapping into, like, it's hard. I can't really explain it. It's like, they're there, they're existing, but it's not, it's not another living world. So, okay. That's okay. That's interesting. So, cause they're not, when I see them, like I've seen expressions and I've seen clarity in their face. And like I said, I've heard the voice, but it's a really, um, lucid, um, like, a it's not, it's not a rigid figure. The energy is there. And I know it's a, it's a spirit. Cause I can feel the energy. Do you feel like you're tapping into like the afterlife? Like that there is a realm, yeah. specific realm where, or, or the portal is a way for people to come back through, you know, like, you know, how in some religions, like on Halloween, they believe that the ancestral portal opens yeah and that that spirit world to the reality the real world opens yeah I feel like I'm just tapping into that during that time already yeah that's and it's they're they're already like it's not just happening on Halloween it's happening all the time there's movement between worlds all the time every day is Halloween there it's not just on Halloween like everybody wants to believe it's consistently happening all the time there's like interaction and interflow between those worlds right now yeah so do you think it's like you're you have a because your mom is sensitive and Mm -hmm. right like in your grandma Mm -hmm. do you think Mm -hmm. it's like a thing of being hypersensitive in a, in a good way. I mean, like, are, do you believe that that's why you're able to see it and hear it? Yeah. I think I, it's just like this. I, I feel like they're trying to tell me something Ooh. like there's a message and I can't, I can't, cause it's, it's really evolved. And it, it's now that I'm older, it's like, cause I'm not scared of it. And like, I'm more tapped into it since my grandma died and so many different things have happened to where I can really kind of tap into this. Yeah. But I'm noticing now that the, my reason is there's a message. There's oh. a reason for it. Like That's there's a reason why I'm sensitive to it is I'm like going to be a message for something I don't know what it is I can't there I haven't quite gotten clear on it yet well the, so the like uh the extraterrestrial alien all of those people the abductees they feel a heightened sense of um need to share what's going on or to to there's a message they feel an extreme sense in the past year or a little bit more that they are receiving a message um, and to varying degrees of what that message is or to knowing what that message is. But to you, I guess, good, it's time as any to ask, do you think that perhaps these beings um, are extraterrestrial? I don't. I don't. I mean, I... It's weird because it's like that would probably make some sense, but... I don't think they are. I, I yeah. think it's, it's, it's more supernatural spirit. Okay. Just ask. like they were alive at some point, but they're not now. That's cool. Well, I want to send you after this, I'm going to send you some stuff that the, um, the alien group people are saying, cause it's, it's very similar messages and I don't think it. Interesting. Tommy. What's yeah. Tommy doing? She's freaking, she wants dinner early. You gotta relax. We're at work. 
looking at me and wagging her tail and like her one little like you know that like she's got a message she's like you know what I have a message and I'm trying to tell you (laughs) so (laughs) let's talk about messages that I'm gonna this is the message is little ghost hurt <laughs> well, I appreciate you so much sharing those stories. And yeah, crazy. I don't share them too often, but I'm glad that I can share them with you guys. You know, we're like, we're so kindred and like our, because, you know, you're tapped into a whole nother realm and it's just really cool to like not feel weird or, you know, no, no. Like, you can't tell too many totally. I mean, I, I totally, I've been made fun of on my whole life, just waiting to find friends like you guys. So <laughs> totally. this is really, really something special. Um, and I guess, um, yeah, I think that that about wraps it up. Is there, Yay! Is there anything you would like to say, um, in closing? I just, I love that you're doing this. I love you've been talking about it forever. Yeah. And I just like maybe COVID, we would have never gotten a chance to like kind of show this piece of who we are to like the people that love our music. Cause maybe now when you listen to our music, especially this last album, it really taps into these experiences really. And like your experiences and pickles and Larry's and all these things that we've talked about and getting to know each other. It's like, when I look at like the song list and and looking at like all these songs, it's like, you know, maybe just knowing these things about each of us individually and like how we come together to make music, maybe the music makes more sense. So that's cool. Or maybe it doesn't need to make sense, but it just kind of, you just, you look at it differently. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, I love that. I think it's just, this is, I think our desire to interact and excite is like, is our greatest desire. And that's kind of, I think a lot of what this is about is just like the need to interact and the need yeah. to excite and bring and connect. Like, I think when we did the levitation show thing, the virtual show, like just that after the thing zoom call together was like probably the most fun I had had in so long. And it's just like, answering people's questions on a zoom meeting like doesn't seem (laughs) like that's the most fun thing in the world but it it is it's fun and you know just getting to talk to you because I just miss you so much I miss everybody so much and you know I'm glad that we have technology to do this so good job that you're doing it I love that we are this is so cool I'm I'm glad that we're staying like connected like you said so (laughs) connected forever I love you Ricky I love you